Hello out there in Radioland. Uh, this is meteorologist Joe Bastardi, the American Storm, and another American Storm podcast. And we are going to take steps to get the American Storm out there uh, more prominently since uh, I'm hearing that it's not out there. But for those of you who are listening, I'm joined here by uh, Jeff Byers, the voice of Penn State Wrestling. Good times, good times. A fun weekend at the Senior Nationals mm-hmm. down in Fort Worth, Texas. Mm-hmm. And the American girl, Jesse Bastardi. Hello. And uh, did you go down to the Senior Nationals? I did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wish I did, but I did not. Well, Penn State did uh, quite well. The Penn State contingent over there did quite well. Yes, indeed. So, um, and of course, uh, wrestling now becoming um, more and more in focus. You know, the other night, uh, I really like the Penn State football coach, James mm-hmm. Franklin. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he really likes our family. He calls mm-hmm. you the boss, by the way. <laughs> calls the American girl the boss. But um, So we were over, uh, J- Jess, my wife and I, were uh, eating over at a local establishment, the Ale House, the other night. And the whole place was cordoned off. I guess football was having a big party there. I don't know what the heck was going on. James was over there. I went over to say hi to him because I know him a little bit. And he was like... Ecstatic! I I go. You ready for wrestle? Oh, I'm ready. You know, he 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 really is fired up over wrestling. Mm-hmm. But he violated my code. Uh oh. No one younger than me buys me dinner. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. And what happened was when we were walking out, and uh, uh, the classy guy, when we were walking out, the um, the waiter says, uh, "You've already been taken care of." So I'm thinking of some futile, stupid gift to give him, <laughs> and I've got Adam working on it. Uh, maybe, there you go. Uh, you remember a couple of years ago when we were wrestling uh, Oklahoma State? At Oklahoma State? At, uh, for the national. Uh, Wait, no, yes, because there's a. I put a video of you up on YouTube of the emotional roller coaster of watching you watch Penn State wrestle Oklahoma State. Yeah, and it has like a thousand views on it. And uh, it was kind of funny because. Uh, you know, w- when Knopf went out there and just uh, uh, Knopf would make me laugh when he was wrestling Jason Knopf because he was so he just do stuff. I don't even know what the heck he was doing. But uh, uh, before that, uh, the Oklahoma um, Oklahoma State football coach had his entire what staff. Was it? was it like Mike Gundy or something? Mike Gundy, yeah. They all got decked out in singlets. So mm-hmm. I think we should, uh, you know. They've done that before, though. They've worn their singlets in the. I think there's a picture of james franklin and the football staff wearing singlets is that right I yeah i'm pretty that. sure that happened before well i can find it. it and he is going to get uh free smoothies at uh k2 and jesse works <laughs> oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, no but that I, i'm dead serious that's sort of t- that, i don't you know I, I i i'm a lot like my dad i remember my dad one time got so mad at my brother and i because we we arranged a situation where he, there's no way he could have paid for his father's day bill and he got quite upset about that. Yeah, or that's like in The Sopranos. Like, um, yeah, well, that happened in The Sopranos when um, his daughter, his boyfriend, tried to pay for dinner and he actually got yelled at by him. Yeah, but anyways. Yeah, so, okay. So, uh, See, I'm a member of the media. I just take a free meal wherever I can <laughs> get it. <That's, laughs> sign me up. <laughs> well, it's a week before Christmas and all through the East... This morning, we had a storm that was a howling beast, uh, you know, up the eastern seaboard. We were talking about that last week, that we were going to get that powerhouse. And this is the beginning of the transition. It is not the transition. But one thing we've been emphasizing at Weather Bell, 
and we've been doing this since summer, that this winter would be opposite last winter. And you remember the pipe-busting cold that came in last Christmas, but four days later it disappeared, and that was it. Well, four days after Christmas this year, that's when winter's really going to start uh, uh, start evolving in much of the country. I think January, February, I, I, I think they have tremendous potential, and uh, I'm ba- not backing down from our forecast there. But uh, if you are traveling over the next few days, not too terrible uh, to travel around. Uh, the, the water should get back in the banks as far as the, uh, all the flooding in the northeast part of the United States. And uh, there's some lake effect snow that's going on. But up until Christmas, things are pretty tranquil. It's between Christmas and New Year's that things start turning around. And we'll get a big storm to come out of the west eventually. It may reach the eastern seaboard on the 28th. And that's when it may be game on, even here in uh, Happy Valley. So that's what we're looking at down the road. And again, I think uh, January, February, into March are cold and stormy especially in the southern and eastern part of the United States, relative uh, to the averages. Now, um, the lunacy, uh, you know, there was a song I used to like, uh, Lunatic Fringe. Anybody remember that song? I don't remember Lunatic Fringe. I think it was, um, it wasn't, it may have been in the Vision Quest movie, which was with, uh, Vision Quest uh, was about uh, the wrestler. Yeah. And Madonna sing uh, Crazy for You in that song. It's probably the only Madonna song I really like. I used to be president for the Society for Prevention of Madonna on the radio. Uh, <laughs> you know, that never went over very good. But, um, yeah, I think Lunatic Fringe was on, the guy was training to it, right? It's a good song. But um, the the climate cabal out there, no longer is a lunatic fringe. They are becoming lunatic mainstream. Uh, we had today some French professor of biodiversity economics. I don't know what his name is. And uh, I know he's from France, which figures. Um, uh, say that cats are bad for biodiversity and dogs are bad for climate change. This is how low these people have sunk. <laughs> Then we have John Kerry, and to give, to, to, to give him some credit, at least he didn't say a half billion people are dying from climate change. His latest thing is a half million people died from respiratory problems with climate change. Hmm. Where are they getting these statistics? Any of you know? Um, he, the sources that he made it up. Yeah, I, I just, I just <laughs> I can't know. fathom. <laughs> I, I just can't fathom what is going on. But then, uh, if you bring up COVID deaths, it's like, no, that can't be. Yeah, well, it's it, that's a, that's another thing too. I mean, uh, you know, uh, America Americans have to get more vigilant on guarding the truth, or at least or like COVID vax deaths. You know what I mean? Not just like COVID, you know what I mean? Well, sorry, uh, go ahead. They they have to get more. We have to get more vigilant on holding people to account. All right. Good luck. Mm. Well, Jeff, is that all you have to say? You have no <laughs> suggestions? It, it is very difficult. I, I do think um, it is increasingly difficult to find people 
who will hold themselves accountable. It's, it's one of the reasons, in all honesty, I absolutely love the sport of wrestling. You can go ahead and try to blame officials or your coaching. or It's you out there. Yeah. <laughs> like it, 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 and if, if you're losing, it's, it's either because you weren't good enough or you didn't train hard enough or, uh, again, and, and it could be you're doing everything right and the guy across from you is better, but, and that's fine. But accountability is, I mean, there's no way around it. You have to have it uh, when you're out on, on the wrestling mat. And I just think it increasingly we do see in our society an unwillingness to accept responsibility for our fate. And quite frankly, part of it is uh, increasingly I think people are uh, handing over uh, that responsibility uh, to the government and to uh, others, so long as they don't have to, uh, you know, have the responsibility. It was one of Paul Harvey's uh, famous lines: "Is uh, is, you know, with uh, great freedom comes great responsibility." And we just have too many people, uh, in my view, who are way too willing to give up both pretty easily. Yeah. Well, they, this this climate. This climate ilk of, uh, you know, the combination of Kerry and Gore and Clinton. And it's just amazing. I don't know if I brought this up last week. I can't remember if I did or not. I, I, I just wrote this in C-Fact, uh, for those of you who uh, look at that, because I, I, I don't like bringing a lot of this stuff up on Weatherbell because we're a weather company. And uh, the, even though the climate, uh, the climate forms a basis for the way I forecast, the climate politics is something that, you know, we try to keep out of the, co- out, out of the company. But, uh, you know, the separate part of me understands that uh, for whatever reason, the good Lord above has given me an ability and he wants me to speak the truth. And uh, you say, well, uh, you say that's the truth, but this is the truth. No, truth is not relative. All right. Truth is absolute. And that's another thing that these people have moving, moving goal lines as far as what truth is. Now, Mr. Kerry and Mr. Gore we're both made comments that implied that we were not going to have an Arctic ice cap 10 years ago. Never mind now. Now, here, here is what is amazing to me about that comment. It has to be above freezing for ice to melt. Is that true? That's settled science, isn't it? I okay. would think right. that makes sense. If the normal high temperature in the Arctic is 33 degrees north of 80 degrees north, all right, is in the summer, and it's normal to below normal in the summer, how is that ice going to melt there? It may melt on the outside. But how, does, how do we not have journalists say, well, wait a minute. The summer's not getting any warmer. How's this ice supposed to disappear? They keep moving it back, moving it back, moving it back. No one holds them accountable. You know, and, and, and the conservative media loves to say, well, Taylor Swift, for instance. And, you know, she, she's, she, whatever, I guess she can sing, all right? She's not Madonna as far as... What do you call it? Madonna. Hey, I like Taylor Swift. Careful. That's what I mean. I mean, she has... She's a performer. She's yeah. obviously doing something right. No, but but Taylor Swift knows nothing about climate. Well, yeah. And she, if, she, if she actually meant what she says, 
what the heck? Have you seen how far she's just traveled to see her soulmate or whatever it is, that Kansas City chief guy that she's always with? Kelsey? Travis yeah, Kelsey. Travis. Yeah, Travis. They're just like a liberal match made in heaven because he's, he's Mr. Pfizer is what Aaron Rodgers calls him because he's a Pfizer spokesman. Rodgers. Aaron Aaron Rodgers, oh, yeah, Green yeah. Bay's guy, calls Travis Kelsey Mister did, did Pfizer. He, did he actually take that shot? Oh yeah, I'm sure he took the. Sh- he's he's their spokesperson. He's sponsored by Pfizer. He does commercials with them. Wow. That's why I you said know, they're you know why I bring that, You know why I bring that up because uh, today, uh, Casey Cunningham brought up this real interesting thing uh, today. You know uh, that it had to do with Hamas. He said there were these videos of three. Hamas people, they weren't the same thing, you know, saying, God, strike me dead if blah, 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 boom, right over, dead, right? Uh, or one of them said that, um, one of them said that, uh, may these walls, uh, may, may this floor collapse, you know, uh, uh, invoking this and that. And it did on the spot. The reason I bring that up is, well, I'll tell you what, if I was a young guy, an athlete, had a lot of, you know, two or three boosters, I'd be really nervous. You know what I mean? I'd yep. be really nervous. And you wonder what would happen if, God forbid, and I do mean that, I don't wish anybody ill will, if something happened to Kelsey. How, how, would, how would that be explained? But this is what I'm talking about. You get a, you get a guy like that, and look, let me, let me be clear on the situation with COVID. For a lot of people... That shot was valuable because their risk, their risk was higher without it than with it. For younger people, I never understood what the heck was going on with that. So, so all I'm saying is that information has to be distributed. Now, hook this back to climate. And hook this back to some of the other things. I mean, we've got, we've got this. I, I, yeah, I don't know how many people are paying attention, but. There's linkage to everything you see. The linkage is deception, distortion, and delusion in anything, in any given thing. Someone try, If someone makes something so important that it's their number one priority, they are going to do anything they can to get that done. So there's deception, there's distortion, there's delusion, all right? Because... You have to be a little bit delusional not to actually look at the truth. So here we are in 2023, and mankind continues to progress. Fact is, is, as we mentioned last week, there are more people alive on the earth today than there's ever been. Consequently, more people will die today than have ever died before. That's just going to happen every single year. And the earth continues uh, to prosper with uh, prosper and move forward despite uh, these people. So you get into a situation and you have to wonder if what you, me, and the American girl here look at as a problem is not actually their goal. Right? In other words, the, let, let's take this guy, Gil Garcetti, the the uh, the DA in Los Angeles. Yep. He's hiring people that literally participated and admitted they participated in riots, burned things down, and this this is, and I'm like, maybe 
The problem is that we're not realistically, whether it's climate or COVID or whatever, we're not realistically looking at what is driving these people. You know why? Because deep down inside, fundamentally, people are good. They want to believe the best of things. They don't want to believe the worst about someone. If they do believe the worst about someone, which is like, oh, well, he's doing it. Like the left loves to do that. They simply do something and then blame someone on the right for doing it and saying, yeah, that's what he's doing, right? And that, that's evil. And there's, uh, there's no greater example of that than what you're seeing in the climate situation mm-hmm. with, with these people. Yeah. You know, people say to me, well, they're doing it for money. Yeah, okay, I, I, I get that. But I, don't, I think it's beyond that. I think, I think it's beyond the money. I think it has to do with power and ego. Well, yeah, it's like what we talked about last time, where I think it's because they want to break the will of people, which I think they have. I think a lot of people are super lukewarm at this point, especially in my generation. Like, People either believe it in my generation or it's like, oh, what can I do? You know. But I guess it's a really good... Like, while when everything is hopeless and people start to, well, not that it's hopeless, but it appears hopeless, um, it's a great opportunity for people to stand up and do something. You know, when no one's doing anything, all it takes is like a couple people with voices to stand up and do something. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of doom and gloom, but I feel like it's a great well, well, foundation I, for I, something I, good to happen. I agree that, uh, you know, people have just sort of, excuse me, accepted it. And it's going to eventually lead to real problems. I was Oh, well, yeah, co- that's, what, that's what happened in the Soviet Union. It's just like little by little by little by little. And then everyone's turning on everyone else. And uh, you can't trust anyone. It's like trust is like the highest currency. And if people don't care or anything and they can't trust what they see or they don't even care whether or not it's true... Um, wow, that because was a, they're so exhausted. That was pretty good. I got to use that. Trust is the highest currency. That's a well, who says that? Jordan Peterson says that. It's like trust is that. That's like that's why eBay worked. You know because eBay t- like when you're being um, cynical, eBay would have never worked because it's like oh yeah, I'm not gonna like people just agreed like okay, I put this thing this product up on the internet for fifty bucks and you're going to pay me and I'm going to send it to you and how it's supposed to go. It's supposed to be like someone's going to send you a check that bounces and the other person's never going to send it to you. But for some reason it worked. Like uh, trust is very low. I feel like in our society. Yeah. Um, Well, I think it is too, because of all these things that are coming at people for one and for two, the best thing to do is to accuse someone of, um, uh, doing what you're actually doing. Oh yeah, they and, do that all the time. That's a that's a trick as old as time. I mean, right? yeah, I, I still don't look. I think what has to be done with climate, with other things, and uh, you know, yeah, it's really weird. This podcast would never. It can't just exist on climate weather alone. It's only five. It, no, like you five, say that all the time, and it's like you talk about whatever you want to talk about because everything bleeds into each that's other. What, that's what's weird. It's not weird. That, no, it was never like that when I was young. Well, that's because I you mean, just po- love the weather. politics were over here and football was over there. And- oh, I guess I don't know because this is all I know. Uh, is that right? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 politics, I think, has always filtered into stuff. I think yeah, but we not weren't the as weather. aware of it. 
Probably not the weather. But I thought they've been saying there was. I thought at some one point they were like, "Oh, there's going to be an ice age," and then it flipped into yeah, like in the seventies, and then that, that was that was really out in the middle of. No that way. wasn't like front that and center. Was, that was Ehrlich. That's another thing. Ehrlich with his population bomb, and we were all going to be starving by two thousand. That he was a big ice age guy, and now he's uh, you know. But these these guys have absolutely no accountability, and they get praised. They get praised for it. You take uh, the former uh, uh, climo czar over here, Doctor Michael Mann. He basically is advocating for a one party system because uh, you know people. Uh, he blocked me on Twitter. Which is fine. I don't really care. But what happens is people send me his tweets, and the guy is literally just off the wall, you know, trying to get rid of the, you know, he, we got to get rid of the GOP. Got to get rid of the, well, who's left? Right? Who, who's left? What party's left? So you're, you are advocating for one party rule, and the Democratic Party today. Is not the Democratic Party of 1965. Even, even like moderate Democrats, I hear saying that this is crazy. Like the stuff that the, the left advocates for. It's like, we don't really advocate for this. But then it's weird because they don't want to be called Republicans. It's just weird how the party lines have changed and the titles have changed and all that jazz. But that always happens, I feel like. They're not. They're not look. It's just very. The left is very, very, very radical. I feel like. But they're united. It's amazing. They walk lockstep with each Until other. Until it's time to eat each other. Until one side is in... It's like really, really crazy. It's like the free Palestine people are on the same side as the LGBTQ community. It's It just doesn't make sense to a certain point. Yeah, by the way, and I I, I don't know if I should bring this up. I, I saw with my own eyes in my gym the first transsexual athlete I've ever seen. I athlete? Mean, the... Uh, it, it, like was a, it was a man that was a woman, mm-hmm. and just absolutely, just you could tell. And I said, when he when when the when the person walked in, that doesn't violate pronoun code, they, does it? Pronoun when the person walked anymore. in, I was like, hmm, like that. Cause it had tremendous muscular thighs, like <laughs> huge calves. Play, play linebacker for Penn State, big arms. And so I, I was working out, and I happened to notice them walk right into the women's room. And I'm like, Did they? Yeah. Really? So uh, I, I, I didn't say anything. And I was, I, I was just, it was, so, it was so strange to me, you know? Yeah. Especially since I'm, since I'm uh, uh, like, for instance, this morning, I put on videos. Of, I, I absolutely love the village people. Uh, like, and you know, the village people supposedly there was some agenda behind them or whatever. I never even thought about that. I thought these guys are great. The lead singer could sing, they could dance, they get into these costumes. I'm like, who can? It's it wasn't a statement being made. Now everything's a statement being made. Yeah, everything feels like an advertisement for something else, and I feel like that's why a lot of new ideas aren't being generated. Like it's like Disney. Like there's no um, classic Disney movies being made anymore because everything's just propaganda, you know. But it, it is opening. It is opening a uh, an avenue for uh, for other people to try to step in. Well, yeah, like I said, it's like okay, when everything's like. Um, and uh, yeah, what I'm saying too, we'll we'll, we'll uh, we won't keep going on and on here. 
There's got to still be a market for common sense in this country. That's what I was saying. It's like at a certain point it gets to where everyone's like people are going to eventually thirst for authenticity, trust and common sense because it's it's there's so much nonsense that it I feel like it's starting to break where at least it, what I see yeah, on like Twitter. For, like for instance, okay. Um I I will say this. I thought Donald Trump did a great job as president. But I do not believe he's electable. Now, that gets my wife really upset. And I'll tell you why. Because he's going to get convicted. There's no way he's not going to get convicted. And the average American does not, they're going, oh, he's a criminal. And it'll all be overturned. They did this to McConnell in Virginia. What will happen is it'll all get overturned. But by that time, the damage is done because the independents, they did it. And this is what the Fox poll said. and, uh, And I think they're right on. Independents say, support Trump. If he's convicted, would you still vote for him? No, right? So what's the plan from the left? The plan is to get him as the nominee. Then, you know, how, how are these things coming to trial so darn fast? I don't know. I just I feel like people, like I said, don't trust the system so I, much that even if Trump was convicted, it's like, I don't trust that there was the right verdict. No, you know? I don't think it would be the right verdict. I know, but, but that's what I'm saying. Just, it's like, I think people just, wouldn't... Jesse, if you have the judge and 95% of the jurors that hate you, what do you think is going on? That's why— I know, but I'm saying that I think— Okay, mm. but l- l- let, me ju- let me just say this, okay? If it were me, if it were me, Joe Bastardi, I would say, listen, I love my country. I love my God. I, I, you know, we've got to stop this. Any one of those—well, I don't know about Christie, because no Vivek one would have— Vivek rules. I love Vivek. Yeah, Vivek, uh, Haley— uh, mm, I don't like Haley. They would. Well, she'd still whip. She she beat Joe Biden even oh, better. Oh, we're talking because, about beating Joe Biden. I thought you yeah, were saying who you're picking. She, yeah. Okay. So so what I'm saying is, you've got to play on the field. That you're oh yeah, at, he's not a team player. You're Trump's on. not a team player. No, he's yeah. not at all. And and uh, you know it's gotten to this position now. People are going to get mad at me because and I'll tell you what I don't think I'm on Fox anymore because they think I'm a. You know, MAGA Republican or whatever that is. Well, we'll t- that, that, Fox by, is falling apart. By yeah. the way, that is a that is another thing. What is wrong with saying "Make America Great Again"? Just because a bunch of knuckleheads managed to convince people that oh, that's a dog whistle. A dog whistle for what? what can, can I ask you a question, Jeff? Because you know, I'm Jesse. Do you have the code book so I can understand this code? That if I say, hey, how's it going? That's code for, you know, whatever. Does anybody have this code book? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, no, that they say, you know, dog whistles yeah. and codes, that you say certain things. Have you, uh, Yeah, I think it just represents Trump. Like, he made it. I'm sure he's copyrighted it. Like, I, <laughs> I just think that no, it, no, I, I'm people associated with I'm Trump. I'm saying that... that this is part of the deception that goes on. Oh, it's like it's like the term conspiracy theorist. It's like I think I have I'm a conspiracy theorist about the term conspiracy theorist because I think that like if you call something a conspiracy, it's oh it's like oh your tinfoil hat or but then look at all these things that were conspiracy theories that turned into facts. Like yeah. it's just well, like- uh, well the, the crazy thing I was watching Liz Cheney tonight, right? I I can't I can't understand how any rational human being could think that Donald Trump actually thought he was going to seize power with 200 people. All right. Let's say Trump organized the whole, 
uh, yeah. let's say, uh, well, well, where is the common sense where uh, uh, you folks on the left, where you say, well, wait a minute, how is he going to seize power when all the generals are against him? Everybody's against it. It actually, it actually worked. You can't seize power that way. But there are two hundred rioters that 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 do this. Oh, that was, uh, uh, you know, what was crazy was what he said: uh, uh, be peaceful and patriotic and stuff like that. Oh, that's code for go over and take over the Congress, right? So I listen. All I'm trying to say is this: that I was watching her. Completely, I don't, I don't know where the heck she comes up with this stuff, but it's the same kind of thing. Folks, you have to use common sense. Now, if there was, a, let's say, 2,000 well-armed militia marching with, you know, all sorts of things, I'd be saying, wow. But now, what happened January 6th is Harper's Ferry. Right, no. which was an insurrection. All right. So, okay. Again, linkage. Fauci. The guy should be in jail now. I mean, it's obvious. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is saying, the only reason they're after me is because of my name. That's the only reason he's been protected. Where is common sense with the American people climate? Are you not paying attention to the fact that they're telling you it's the warmest year ever. We had the lowest numbers of typhoons on record in the Pacific, for instance. Most people, if you didn't tell them it was warm, wouldn't even know it's warm, right? Yeah. Where is the common sense linkage? And until we get that back again, I mean, we're going to have the John Kerry's, the Al Gore's, the Hillary Clinton's saying just, and, and what's, what's worse is they're simply puppets of other people, including this WEF and the ESG crowd, that simply want to destroy the individual's right to try to get ahead. All right. So uh, capitalism and competition are good things. And uh, look, when you get a guy like Elon Musk that voted Democrat all his life, voted for Obama twice, and now he's the biggest villain in the world, you got to stop and think, hey, there's something funky going on here, but anyway. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's it's been a a frustrating process because, it's, as you said, it's it's there's just no accountability and no going back and looking at the record and pointing out time and time again where they're wrong. And again, it wasn't that they were saying this could happen. It, they were saying this will happen. It was definitive. It was settled science. Well, it wasn't. It no, clearly it wasn't and isn't. And, and that's the other, uh, I think, difficult uh, thing to get your hands around is not only do they keep moving the goalposts, but they keep changing uh, the objective. And with that, <laughs> they also just don't acknowledge the, the past, what the, the, the predictions. And so it's like, well, no, they this also set of predictions, this they also is going to be the time we get it right. They, they, it, the common denominator is trash the foundations, whether it's a person or whether it is a uh, principle or whatever. 
I don't care who wrote the darn. Uh, you could have four men from the moon or women from the moon write the write the Constitution and write the Declaration of Independence. It still says the same thing. All right, and it just, it just we have to get back. Well, first of all, we got to bow our knee before our Heavenly Father. That's what that's I think what this is really all about. Oh my gosh, you're bringing God up for this. You're darn right I am because the only reason I like being right in the weather anymore is because it gives me a chance to talk about how blessed I am and what the good Lord has given me. That's why I want to be right about these things because being wrong, all right, doesn't do me any good. So I I mean my whole my whole uh, belief in forecasting uh, is sort of driven by different things. But uh, you know, the one thing about people, if you don't believe in God, at least the people that do believe in God establish a system that will sort of leave you alone. And I'm not talking about the, you know, the, the zealots that say, you have to do this, this, and this. Basically, if someone comes at you and says, you have to do this or you're damned to hell, well, guess what? They're playing God, which is blasphemy in the first place. But the country itself has got to return to a basic common sense look uh, about things. And if we do not do that, then, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. And you know what? The, the, the guy that's leading in the Republican primary, I think, has a chance to save his country, but not by not by being the nominee. I, I don't think that I, I think that. And you say, you know, I, I get into my wife sometimes about it. she goes, well, he might win. I know he might win. All right. But then there's going to be four more years. All right. And, you know, it's like this. If you're pushing against the wall as hard as you can, pushing, pushing, all of a sudden all the resistance comes off. Boom. You go right through it. Right. Well, guess what? What are they going to do if there's no Trump to attack? Well, but see, this is the because this is always the mantra of of the Republicans as well. If, if we take this person away, then they they can't go after the the next person the way they did this one, and they always do. That that that's the but problem. Be Mitt, too, Mitt Romney before Donald Trump, they were trying to portray Mitt Romney as this extreme conservative. But it's too late in the game now. It's too late in the game. Biden has Biden is so bad is so no seriously his numbers are so bad that it's too you could you could try to heap all the trash you want on the other guys it's not going to stick you you've been doing this to Trump for sev- 7 years it hardly i mean if he's still standing and still fighting how do you think you're going to uh, Haley and the other thing is that, you know, I was talking to some of my Republican friends. Well, I'm not going to get into the, this last thing. Besides, we, uh, as usual, we've uh, gone way over. So I'm going to end this. Uh, you know, it's, it's Christmas time coming up. It is a great time of the year, a uh, time for renewal, a time f- uh, for us to count all our blessings. And it's time for me to tell a bad joke where I will then... Depart. When are we going to meet again? We're not meeting Christmas. Probably a couple. Probably three weeks. And then there's weeks New Year's. Yeah. We can't. Three weeks. So, so yeah, J- January 8th. Well, there's yeah, enough. Yeah, that's when we'll there's record enough. again. Folks, I don't want, uh, you know, I'm just a boy whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't <laughs> let me be misunderstood, you know, from the animals. But 
common sense. Common sense and use your brain to formulate an opinion based on all the facts, not just one. And I, I said this a thousand times. Don't believe me. Go look yourself. I don't care what the situation is. Anyhow, there are these four people on an airplane. All right. And uh, the plane's going down. It only has three parachutes. So the four people, the first person says, I'm a world-renowned heart surgeon. I save hundreds and thousands of lives with my heart surgery, so I need one of the parachutes. Out he goes. Second person says, I am the world's foremost climate scientist. I probably am the smartest person in the world since I understand how it is to save the planet. All right. And so I am absolutely indispensable. I'm going to take one of the uh, parachutes. Out he goes. Third person is Pope John Paul II. And he says, he turns to the fourth person who's a Cub Scout, 10-year-old Cub Scout. And he says, son, I'm old, frail. Uh, I've been blessed. God, God has many, many great lights that can take my place. I want you to have this last parachute. Cub Scout looks at him and says, Your Holiness, we have two parachutes. The smartest man in the world jumped out with my backpack. There you go. <laughs> you knew that joke? I, I have Dang heard similar it. versions. <laughs> it doesn't mean I don't like it. Uh, Jesse's just out her. Jesse uh, hasn't said anything because she's just on her, uh, she's on her cell phone just looking at it. So what are you looking at over there? Huh? <laughs> What's going on over there? Nothing. I'm just... Oh, you're just I'm actually looking into cameras yeah, to film this podcast. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're like the rest of the crowd, bored. <laughs> and with that, we're going to sign off. A Merry Christmas to all. Yes, Jeff, thank a... you so much. Jesse, American girl. Mm -hmm. um, thank Christmas. you. And, uh, to all of you, a blessed, blessed uh, and safe holiday season. Uh, you know, last week was Hanukkah. We wish our Jewish friends that. And I want everyone to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. <laughs>